Man, today was fun. It was. <laughs> There's no other word to describe it. Uh, we covered a lot of ground, too. Why should we talk to you on Monday? Was someone getting back on the dating scene after a very long time? I'm really rooting for her, man. I am, too. I, she took some time to just get to know herself, which is awesome. Uh, I like you win the feud because it is your birthday. <laughs> the, oh, BF. <laughs> <laughs> and you gave us quite possibly the most boring, uh, maybe it's just me of all time, and Wood's big list. Yeah, boy, it was a it was a rocket ship today. Uh, you'll have to hear it all right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. All right, Wood. Wood's big list this morning. What do you have for us, Wood? Uh, I want to know things that scared you as a kid, but not anymore. Because yesterday I sent Everett out to the garage. Yeah. And when he was coming back in, I turned the light off and started to close the door. Oh, dude, that's cruel. Oh, man. He's, that's so ah! cruel. It's like pitch black out there. And that's the thing. When you're you were traumatizing a, him. When you were a little kid, man. The dark oh. scares the wild out of you. Uh, can we get in the trust tree together for a second? Come on. Dark still scares me a little bit. Like in the mornings when I'm getting ready to go to work and I have to go downstairs to grab clothes or something. Yeah. I got to turn on a couple of lights. Seriously? Seriously. Still, t- And I don't know why. I, I don't know why. All right. I, I'm, I'm being vulnerable here. That's I, true. So what do what you got? What's one on your list? All right. So how about my first one? It's actually somewhat in the news right now. Volcanoes. Oh, yeah. I was scared to death that volcanoes were going to pop off and end Earth as we know it. <laughs> right. You heard, what, what, what was that one way back in like the like 300 AD or whatever? Krakatoa? One of those. I don't know if that's it. And, it's, and what is it? It's uh, Old Faithful. Somebody I like somebody told me once, like, if that thing goes off, no, the world's it's, over. It's not Old Faithful, but there is a volcano in Yellowstone Park. And if that thing explodes, we're all dead. In, like the in, entire world's The, the world's done. Yeah. yeah you want you that's That's when you just, you know. But here's my thing. We'll know how to stop it. No. How? Okay, Wood. You drop in a nuke or something. Oh, yeah. Or let's drop a, a nuke lid. in a volcano and just splatter that hot lava across the world. Tupperware. Look, I don't know. I'm not in the science room for that. You know what's funny? is I Because I've... You know me, I I love stuff like that. And I was like, man, couldn't we just like drill some holes down there and relieve some pressure or something? Psh, yeah, yeah I mean, let's get a little, little like That's a pressure. Okay. The There's something out there. How about this one that got texted in? Quicksand. Yes. It was in every 80s show. Quicksand. You, you know what it was? You know what messed me up and got me scared of quicksand? The never ending story. I, I don't, I've never, I didn't never Are see that movie. Are you serious? Never, yeah. Uh, uh, let I me tell you. I didn't have time. I heard it never ended. As, <laughs> as a kid with the horse in that scene, holy cow, is that a tough watch. You know, speaking of things like that, you know what used to scare me as a kid? I always assumed from watching like the A-Team and Knight Rider and all these kind of shows when I was a kid that there was like always some espionage going on around me. Like, like there was some mastermind criminal controlling things around me. Like I always assumed I was going to run into some guy in a leather jacket who was some big time criminal. I think you're still wrong. I, I still, I'm scared of that now. Uh, text coming in. Katie says, uh, my dad always said to be scared of the boogeyman. I was also scared of elevators because one time I pushed the basement, not the first floor. It was creepy as a kid. <laughs> Escalators used to scare me a lot as a kid. Uh, how about this one? Cute girls scare every boy. Yeah, that's true. Cindy, you're a thousand percent right. Flying monkeys from the Wizard of Oz. I hundred percent right. Anything with the wizard, witches, haunting. When that wit, when the Wicked Witch of the West used to come on the screen, it was the first time I ever got like a shiver up my spine, and I still remember it to this day. Like, it went all through my face and everything. It terrified me. Uh, Heather, you and Brian Riley together here. Frogs. Yeah, I don't get that one. I don't understand that. I feel like we have the upper hand on frogs. Uh, Dauber texts in, movies like Chucky and Leprechaun. 
anything with a smaller enemy. It's it's why it's why we're afraid of mice, right? Because they're smaller, quicker, more could agile. Be. That's why I think like that little that Chucky could hide behind the couch or whatever. You wouldn't even know he was there. Chucky, Leprechaun. There's a lot of other any dolls freak me out mm-hmm. to be a hundred percent. Like Murphy's asked me, "Hey, can I get a doll?" And it breaks my heart. I got to look her in the eye and say, "No, it's not happening." Do you tell her why? Yeah, I'm like, I don't like them. My 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 mom had like some really like oh like really. Mom, those things got to go in the box. <laughs> and those things got to get out of here. Uh, how about this one? First time text or texting in. Running up from the basements. Oh, 100%. I would be so scared. I would turn off the light, look behind, and run up. In that same vein, walking down basement steps that didn't have a back on them. That, that was our step. That we, people reach through and grab your foot. We, uh, my, my house in North Minneapolis was probably built in I don't know, the 40s or the 50s or something like that. Mm-hmm. And... It was terrifying. Not only were the basement steps dang near a ladder, they were so steep, there was no back on them, and it was just, it was this creepy, dark, dingy base. Oh, I hate that basement. Oh. I hate it so much. Someone stay, yeah, someone underneath the stairs would reach yes. out. And gra- Becky, the Wizard of Oz, the movie Wizard of Oz freaked me out. I mean, I, That's so funny how many of us are afraid of that as kids and our parents kept showing it to us. Uh, Haley, I used to be the opposite. I was fearless as a kid, but now I'm afraid of everything like heights. Yeah, that's now my, I know I can get hurt. That's my wife. She's terrified of everything and never used to be. Uh, my parents' basement. The house was built in 1856. Ooh, you should be afraid of that. So it's scary cement floors, crumbling walls, spiders, creepy crawlies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't like that one at all. Uh, I'm a grown woman who can't stay home alone because of the dark. Kelly, you're not alone. Thank you. Turn those lights on. Michelle, E.T., I'm kind of with her on that. E.T. was not, I'm not, E.T. was kind of heartwarming for me. You're telling me that if you're just sitting there and all of a sudden that guy ran across the living room. Well, yeah, yeah, but I understood it was a movie. I'm just saying, that guy freaked me out. Charlotte texted in one that I agree with because when I I was around five or six-ish, she was afraid of sharks. I was always afraid of sharks and I didn't even, I never even went to the ocean until I was like 20. I'm still, I still don't like sharks. I mean, I grew up in Minnesota. I maybe I thought like because there was so much water, like I was going to be in a lake and one was going to get me. That's another one. What's that fish that's super aggressive? Not a walleye. A piranha. No, no. That we have in the Midwest. It's like a, it's like a fish that'll take a chunk out of your leg. A piranha. In the Midwest. A piranha. When's the last time you saw a piranha in the Midwest? Last week. I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want to scare you. Through the ice, you saw it? <laughs> I didn't want to scare you. But the, how about that? Piranha. You want to put a piranha on the list? Right. Remember that stupid movie? You'd be on TNT like every three weeks in the summer, and it was a, a god-awful TV movie where it was Piranha, where kids jumped in the lake, yep. instantly eaten. I know. I don't see the bottom of something water. I'm not getting in. Musky. That's the fish that I'm thinking of. A muscalunge. That'll okay. take a chunk out of your leg. All right, well, keep the calls. Keep the text coming. Hold on. We got someone sitting oh, on hold. Oh, that's a good one. Text what? in. All right, well, here, let's get to the call here. Hello? That uh, stuff you're scared of was when you were a kid? Yeah, what do you got? Tales of the Crypt. I would oh. wake up in the middle of the night with the TV on, and I would see that scary-looking dude, and that's, I would freak out and run into my parents' room. That skeleton or whatever that yeah, thing it was? It looked like Mr. Burns. Yeah, dude, Mr. Burns. <laughs> is that is that still on? Is Tales from the Crypt still on? Hell, if I'm going to find out. I, on, I have no idea. On the flip side of that, you had Elvira. You remember Elvira, uh, and she would do, like, scary movies at night? I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I just, like, I remember... Strictly when little, when I was a little kid, waking up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, and that creepy <laughs> skeleton-looking dude was on the TV staring at me. Heck Not yeah, happening. man! 
That's a good one, man. Hey, thanks for the call this morning. Have a good morning. See ya. Thank you. All right. Keep the calls. Keep the text coming. Wood's Big List. Now we're asking things that scared you as a child that don't anymore. Uh, we've gotten some awesome texts in. I, there's literally like 15 people that texted in either clowns or the clown from It. Yeah. I Clowns don't scare me, but I don't understand them. I, they, I don't understand why we have them. Why are you painting your face? No offense to anyone who's made that as a career choice or anything like that, but I, I, I don't get it. All intense and offended coming from me. I don't <laughs> like it. I, and honestly, in Peggy backing off that, storm drains. Okay. Freak me out. I won't walk by storm drains. I like. I even bow out of Still them. Still to this day. To this day. I don't trust them. Is it because of the movie It? Or yes. because Okay. Uh, other people, I am trying to. I saw this great text, and I'm trying to find out where it was. Oh, right here, Tara texted this in. Ebola virus. Mm. Remember how scared everyone was as a kid of the, the Ebola virus? Can, you can caught I, it. It was a death sentence. Can I say something? And I mean absolutely no disrespect by this, but when I was a kid, I was really afraid of AIDS. Well, because we yeah. didn't we didn't know anything about it. You know what I mean? And it was like then when that young kid got AIDS mm-hmm. through a blood transfusion, I. And maybe that was justified, because we didn't know what the heck was going on. But as a kid, I was terrified of AIDS. That was uh, a frightening one. How about this? Speaking of going back to when you were a little kid, something you were scared of as a little kid, but you're not anymore. I swear to God, every night on the news, there was another kid falling into a well somewhere. (laughs) Scared me to death. Remember baby Jessica? Yes. She was down there for a long time. Or in a pipe or something. Honestly, there was like a field that I could cut through to go over to my buddy's house. But I always thought to myself... There's got to be a well in here. <laughs> and I went all the way around. One thing my dad has, why do you keep going around? I said, hey, man, there's got to be a well in there. Do you want to sh- fall in a well? Went straight inside, and my dad probably thought, man, I st- maybe I should slow down on the smokes around that kid, but never mind. I was uh, about, uh, never mind. Other texts rolling in here. How about Sarah swimming in lakes and touching a weed? Yes. Oh. I still hate that to this day. Where like touches your leg. This is an interesting one. Snow plows. The snowbanks were so high as a kid, I would run when I heard them coming, thinking they didn't see me. <laughs> That's good. Look at Ashley's automatic car washes. There, there's actually a lot of people that are scared of car washes. Really? I don't know why, but hey, you know what? Then again, I'm throwing a lot of things out here that are freaking everyone else out. Speaking of things that scared you as a kid, yeah, not anymore. Bees, all thanks to my girl. Oh, because he... Well, I don't want to spoil the ending of it. I think you can. They came out 37 years ago or something. You had time to see it, but yeah, he dies at the end. Dies from bees. And I swell up really bad when I get stung by bees. I instantly think, if I see a bee, there's a death sentence. As a kid, I got stung all the time. And I didn't even go home after I get stung. I'd just be like, well, that's going to hurt for about 45 minutes. Really? And I would just keep playing. Wow. But see, mine would swell up. And I'm like, there it goes. Goodbye. (laughs) Where are my glasses? I can't see without my glasses. That's a deep cut. Uh, Spiders with big bodies. Yeah. Yeah, any spider. I I don't like them at all. Uh, Gene, windows at night. Even the upper level windows. Oh, that's scary. Maybe because you can't see in or see out. Oh, here's a weird one. Uh, Hallie texted in, chickens. (laughs) My dad told me to put my finger in the cage at the county fair when I was two, and it bit me. (laughs) (laughs) Still scared. Uh, traffic jams Megan just I cried when we were in them well I just hate wasting time right I think you still cry to this day when you get in one a little bit (laughs) All right. what's a couple more texts and then we got someone sitting on hold wants to chime in Uh, how about when I watched the movie Megalodon because my kids insisted and my sister wanted to see it I was terrified even started to cry because of Jaws 
Jaws scared how many people out the oh, pool? Oh, yeah. Well, Jaws was very scary. It really, because you never saw it. If you go back and watch Jaws, you never really see the shark mm-hmm. until like an hour and 15 minutes into the movie. Yeah. That's anticipation. That's hey, good movie making. I wish we had like another hour to do this. I'd love to get to all of these. <laughs> no, these are, uh, some of these are starting to bring back some fears. <laughs> I'm telling you, watch out for the wells. <laughs> all right, we got someone sitting on hold. Hello. Yeah, things that kids are scared of, afraid of, are the chain man that comes with St. Nick. The chain man that comes with St. Nick? The chain man. Don't you know the chain man? No. What is that? A guy dressed in black, and he carried the chains, and he would shake the chains, and he was there for all the naughty kids to make sure the kids behaved for Christmas. Now, I know you should never ask a woman her age, but are you like 150 (laughs) years old? I've never heard of this before. (laughs) Seriously. What? No, I'm not 150 years old. Okay, I've never heard of this before. (laughs) What kind of crazy, creepy (laughs) Christmas were you packing around? Your parents messed you up, but But you behaved. (laughs) Why did you have it growing up that we took our kids there? Yeah. To see St. Nick, and he, you know, he'd go to house parties, and St. Nick would be there. (laughs) Yeah. Have a few drinks, and, you know, kids had to behave, or the chain man was going to get them. Good God. What kind of nightmare fuel did you pour on <laughs> Halloween? Maybe that's why my kids are a little bit <laughs> And on that note, we conclude Wood's Big List. Kelly and Wood. Why should we talk to you on Monday is when someone has something big going on over the weekend, so they call us up, and they loop us into it. And uh, we got Shannon on the phone right now. Shannon, what's going on? Why should we talk to you on Monday? Hey, guys. Well... Um, so I went through a divorce about five years ago or so, and I just completely absorbed myself into my career. And I haven't dated at all for five mm. years. Wow. And that's by choice. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I really wanted to focus on myself. I'm a nurse, so I started doing travel nursing. I really just wanted to put myself first and, like, enjoy myself. I've also been traveling a lot, like, almost every week just to distract myself. It's just to provide, like, some sort of, like, I don't know, yeah, like a distraction. Like, I just didn't really want to think of it at all. Okay. Well, first of all, very first of all, thank you for being a nurse. You know, medical field, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, five years. How, how old are you now? Um, I'm almost 30, so I went through a divorce about 25. Probably got married a little too young, but... Okay. Well, what's, what's going on this weekend? Why should we talk to you on Monday? Well, so... This weekend, I'm going to go out on my first date, and it's probably been about nine years because I was with him four. Ooh, we. So I, I don't even know what to do. Like, I don't even <laughs> know how to flirt anymore. Like, I, I, like the closest I come to flirting is like being like, "Hey, do you like houseplants?" Or <laughs> maybe that will be like, "Hey, do you like traveling?" But the only thing I do is work and travel, and I don't know anything else. Well, <laughs> how how did you meet this guy? Um, actually. We met at a coffee shop, which I really wasn't expecting because I don't even know how to talk to men anymore. Right. <laughs> but I, he came up to me and he kind of just started like asking the, you know, the typical questions like making fun of my drink choices because I was ordering one of those complicated drinks. Mm-hmm. Well, and then we started talking and he asked me if I wanted to go out for like a dinner sometime because he said he lived in the neighborhood. So what made you decide now that you're ready to start dating? What's different now than five years ago? Honestly, I don't know. I just felt like I barely even talked to, my, to a man for like five years unless it was like a hookup where we didn't speak. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured 
five years is enough. I am settled. Like I have almost everything I want in my life, but I don't have a relationship, and I I would like one now. And maybe to put your mind at ease a little bit, it's not hard to talk to us guys because we're not... We're pretty dumb. We're not... Yeah, we're not thinking on these deep, intelligent levels like women are. We're like very surface. Like whatever you're getting on the surface is exactly what we're thinking. <laughs> so you don't have to be... I'm being honest. Like you don't have to be on or whatever. Like, right. Just be yourself. You seem like a fun person. You got... I, I, there's nothing better than talking about traveling and things like that. So right. you got stuff to talk about. Plus he's, he's probably nervous too. Without a doubt. Um, so you know you got yeah. that going into it, where you know I wouldn't be I wouldn't be nervous at all, um, especially because I'm just nervous that maybe we don't we won't have as much in common as I think because I feel like the one reason the last relationship ended besides. He didn't like to travel, and he was always like a homebody. And I just hope that this guy's not like that. Yeah. Well, well if he's not, you're out of coffee. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's date number one, so at least you'll yeah. get to that. You'll get to that early. <laughs> Yeah, what do they call it? They call it food stamps for women, right? When men take you out to dinner. I've never heard that before. But <laughs> hey, we've been on the dating game ourselves. It's like you so. get free food. I haven't been on a date in a hot second. So it's like when women get free food by going on a bunch oh, of dates. Oh yes, so they get food stamps for the whole week. <laughs> hey, all right, hey, okay. I think, I think you're getting your mind in the right pl- uh, right space here uh, to go on this date. Well, this is cool. I'm so yeah, glad. At least that. I'm so glad that we uh, we get to be a part of this. So what we'll do is we'll call you this exact same time on Monday, and we'll find out how did the date go. Uh, your first date, well, your first date in nine years, but five years since your divorce. So we'll call you on okay. Monday, okay? Yeah. Okay, well, hopefully I didn't start talking about some really awkward political conversation or something. Yeah, <laughs> avoid that. Politics. Avoid that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Shannon. Yes, it is, and Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale and the trash flash. We're headed to Florida, Colorado, my friend. Mile high trash. That's where we have Austin Croy. Now, Austin, maybe he's doing a little holiday shopping. Maybe he's shopping for himself. I don't know. Well, he was hanging out in the healthy phone tech store, and he gathered up two Bluetooth speakers that cost $120. Now, do you head straight to the register, cash out, make my way out? Merry Christmas. Wouldn't be trash flash if he did. Instead, he headed straight to the exits. After he was stopped by a store clerk and said, hey, you got to pay for those. Croy said, okay. I see the game here. Put him back on the shelf, then lifted up his shirt, showing a gun and a taser. Good God. He then told the clerk, hey, I'm Austin Croy. I do what I want. Mm-hmm. And left the store. As you can imagine, the, sh- the clerk was pretty shook up on this and quickly called 911. But did Croy flee the scene? No. Croy went out to his car, put on a bandana over his face. <laughs> And started walking back to the store. <laughs> He's like, I didn't want this Bluetooth speaker. As you can imagine, the clerk said, hey, this is a problem. Locked the door and went to the back of the store. Croy wasn't deterred, though. He began banging on the door, screaming, open up and let me in. Well, authorities quickly showed up to the scene because, hey, when you get told, hey, there's a guy with a gun here saying he wants all this. Pretty serious. Well, they pulled up Croy, turned around, and, hey, 
what do you what do you officers want when officers asked what was going on mind you he still had the bandana over his face a dead giveaway <laughs> he said oh i think i think they're closed so you guys can go ahead and leave believe it or not Officers didn't fall for the old switcheroo. They quickly tackled him, took him to the ground, and he was arrested. <laughs> I like the bandana. It doesn't get used enough in the trash flash. Yeah, you're kind of in the old west when it comes to that kind of robbery. <laughs> was it a shootout? All right. Come on. Let's give this guy a score, shall we? We're going to stealing stealing stuff from the store right out the gate. Trashy. You bet. 200 points trashy as far as I'm concerned. Come on. Uh, lifting up your shirt, you got a taser and a gun on you in a store? That's trashy. Yeah. Why do you even have a taser? If you already got the gun, maybe just in case, you know. Right. You effed around, but you don't want to find out to that level. <laughs> just this level. I'm going to give that 175 points right there. Okay. Um, going out to his car, deciding he's got to go back in. Mm-hmm. He needs more merchandise. He didn't get everyone on his shopping list. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give that 150 points. Choosing a bandana as his... Way to disguise his face. Yeah. I feel like that's trashy. Yeah, when you don't change anything else. Right. Who I'm, is this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give that I'm gonna give that actually 175 points. Okay. Um, telling the police officers, nah, store's closed, guys. You can turn around and leave. That's trashy. That's 150 points right there. He's arrested. That's 75. What am I missing here, Wood? I think that's it. Okay. Well, what, this is a quick one, man. Well, the points are the points and the stories of the story. Grand opening, grand closing. All right, but I got a story. For, I got a score for you here. What was his name again? Uh, his name was... Oh, hold on a sec. I just said... Oh, so it doesn't matter. No, his name was... Austin Croy. Okay, because I thought he gave the clerk his name on the way out. No. Oh, okay. Uh, doesn't matter then. All right, our bandana-wearing gentleman earns himself a respectable, a whopping 925 points. Kelly and Wood. Name a gift kids don't want to open on Christmas morning. Ooh. Oh, this will be an easy. This will be a walk in the park Come right on. here. Let's go. That's what we have up today in this round of The, the Feud. Three straight games. Mm-hmm. But as a kid who got terrible gifts as a child, <laughs> nah, that's not being fair. My parents did their best. That's not being fair. So I'll go first. Yes, sir. You know what the first one's going to be. Socks. Socks is on the list. Yeah. That's not number one. It's not number one, though. Oh, wow. Okay. Not number hey, one. I might be wrong here. Mm. Nah. That was going to be my... Socks. socks and clothes are the same thing, correct? Uh, no. Well, oh, well, oh, God. <laughs> well, hold on. Let me let me clarify. You have to be specific with your item. Of, oh, okay. Your okay. items, because it you know you could just say clothes, and you have to be specific. Okay, so that's gonna clear half the board. All right. Yeah. All right. Wood. Well, then, I believe we'll go with pants. Pants is not on the list. Uh, Terrible go. question. Erroneous. <laughs> You're telling me pa- pants are great. Sweatpants. Sweatpants. Awful. You're telling me a nice. Comfy pair of sweatpants for Christmas you're not in on? I can't. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, boy. One X and already. For the past three weeks, Brian, you've been a hero. Oh, Erroneous. yeah. Wood gets one X and you're a terrible host. All right. What was the question again? We asked 100 people, name a gift kids don't want to open on Christmas morning. Uh, I'll go with this one then. Underwear. Now, that's the number one answer. Thank oh, you. please. Thank you. You know, I actually put sweatpants on my Christmas list this year, so I don't know. Yeah, but you're an old man. I would have put it down. Eh, you're right. I wouldn't have put it down <laughs> yeah. as an eight-year-old. As a kid, you went, now I'd love to get some oh, pants. Oh, God. It'd be great. I'm rocked. <laughs> I mean, can I hear the question again, please? We asked 100 people, name a gift kids don't want to open on Christmas morning. 
Alright. You know what's funny is now I'd like to get socks and underwear too. <laughs> like come to think of it, I'd love to get all these things now. Way to go, Pop Pop. Uh, <laughs> Alright. Books. Oh, that's a good one. Books is on the list. Yeah. I had a feeling that one would be on there. Running hot. Three more on the board. All right. Actually, I'm a little tapped out now. I'm going to go back into my regressed childhood memories, though. And, uh, okay, how about this one? Mm. How about, uh, like a hat and mittens? Is that one on there? Knitted goods is on the list. Knitted goods. I meant. That's what Knitted I meant. Like a goods. scarf, like a hat, those yeah, types of things. That's on the list. Yeah, wood. Yeah, come on. I'm torn between two. One, By the way, wood has one X. One, I believe, is very similar to what Kelly just buzzed in with. Is is like is homemade goods. Like if I guess Nana made you her own thing. I, I'm not gonna I I, I don't like that answer's not final. <laughs> this <laughs> What? Is needed Christmas morning, but you don't want it as a gift. So I'm going to say batteries, because that should come with the toy. Oh, yeah, but you know. You open it up, and it's like, oh, yeah, you got batteries, too. Thanks. This, this should be on hand already. I know, but if your parents are struggling, you know. You wrap up, you wrap up every little thing. Yeah. Um, it's erroneous. It's not on the list. <laughs> Stupid question. <laughs> Stupid question. <laughs> I believe at the beginning we both said, oh, good question. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't hear that. I don't stand by that. Somebody must have had great Christmas gifts as kids. Fake yeah. news. That's what happens when you live a privileged childhood. <laughs> what? All right, keep going. What else was on there? I was There's two say, more on the list, by the way. I was going to say gift cards. Do kids like getting gift cards? I don't know. My kids do, but I, I don't mean, know. that's not on the list. Okay. <laughs> so you got one more X, though, don't you? All right, let's see. Uh, if I had to guess, I kind of liked Wood's idea of like baked goods. Like. Baked I don't goods. know. Would, would Nana fruit? cake? No, would Nana give you like cookies or something like that for for the holidays? God, Nana, quit being so cheap. Jeez <laughs> Louise, you just you get privilege at the door, if sir. If Nana gave you banana bread for Christmas, you're not throwing a little bit of a fit. A little bit, but not Thank in front you. of her face. I respect my elders. Isn't Wood the one that says he'd rather have Rice Krispies over cookies, anyways? Well, yeah, doubt. If Nana rolls up with some Rice Krispies, <laughs> things are happening. Right, I'm gonna say this. Then. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say baked goods. Baked, any baked goods. Baked goods, not on the list. Okay. That would have been my ex. All right, which one did right. I miss? We asked 100 people, name a gift kids don't want to open up on Christmas morning. Uh, one that we missed, hygiene products. Yeah. That would be like toothbrush. My mom used to give me the Old Spice cleaning kit every year. <laughs> and I was like, is this a sign? Dude, how bad you stink, I must, I guess really bad. I have no idea. You know she got that free with some other purchase. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> she used to uh, do Mary Kay. We'd always get oh, the little Mary yeah. Kay products. So, yeah, we got My that. My mom used to buy these Avon beer steins. <laughs> she has about 7,000 of them. And so we would always get like a little cologne sampler. Speaking, like, mom, I'm eight. Speaking of, my mom used to get... Avon, an MP3 player. You can only hold one song. The jam for the day. This yeah, is great. Make it a good one. Change it every time. Uh, and by the way, the last answer, puzzles on the list. Okay. You get a puzzle. You're not really going to be like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. My, mine's coming back hot on yeah, somebody. I don't know. My kids like to do puzzles, so I don't know. But my kids are intelligent. Wow. <laughs> wow. Either way, you know what? I broke the losing streak. Hey. sucks. <laughs> I don't give a damn. I won the feud today. I mean, I was the winner in this round of <laughs> the feud. Always appreciated, Jen. All right. Wood, I got to end the week strong with my maybe it's just me. Come on, man. Everybody has complained about my miles per gallon one. Yeah. 
Every, from the owner of the company on down. Sales manager, salespeople, everybody. Children stop you in the streets. <laughs> right. This one you're going to like. It's about lightning. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. You know me. I'm a huge fan of documentaries. And I will get sucked in by a YouTube thumbnail quicker than anybody if it looks cool. So I watched a documentary about lightning yesterday. All right. Yeah. A lot of free time going on And let on me there. tell you, it was shocking. All right. Yeah, I said it was shocking. Anyway, did you know that lightning is striking the earth every second? Like right now, there's a hundred lightning strikes going on somewhere around the earth every single second. Okay. Which is a lot, dude, if you think about it. Over the course of a day, that is a ton of lightning strikes. But did you know that without lightning, we wouldn't be able to grow crops? We wouldn't, nothing would grow on earth if it wasn't for lightning. Did you know this? Because of rain? No, no. No, you fool. Let me finish, please. Okay. Because lightning negatively charges these... Re, re, what? Returns negative charges back to the soil. And it also ionizes the rain, which adds nutrients to the rain. Without lightning, we wouldn't get any of this. Okay. Because how is that not amaze you? How is the earth not amaze you? It's almost as if someone planned it all to work out this way. Okay. So without lightning, we wouldn't have... Lightning also makes ozone-producing chemicals, so it, like, replenishes our ozone layer. It's an am- Lightning is an amazing thing. It's also hotter than the sun. Every bolt of lightning you see is hotter than the sun. Now, that's cool. Right. Yeah. So you would think that with 100 lightning strikes going on every second, that it would just burn up the Earth. But it doesn't because it's so quick. Well, and the Earth's huge. I know, but I'm just saying, like, okay. you got to... Every second, you got a hundred suns striking the earth. Mm-hmm. I don't think it, I don't think the math checks out on that. Does but, not. But I did find it. No, one of the things I did find most amazing. I didn't know there was a hundred lightning strikes going on at all times on Earth, and I also didn't know that without lightning, rain wouldn't be as rain wouldn't do as much for the soil as it does because the lightning ionizes it and it also negatively charges the earth. So Luke Bryan was lying when he said rain is a good thing. Should have been lightning is a good thing. Doesn't roll off the tongue quite as good, but Does I think not. I think you need both of them, sir. Okay. Because like lightning isn't striking in the ear of corn, and all of a sudden that corn just explodes into a giant one. You need the moisture too. Now I'll make this cool here real quick. You ever seen those videos <laughs> <laughs> where lightning like strikes a tree and a it either explodes? Yeah, that's awesome. Or b where it catches. The like interior of the tree on fire. Yeah, that is so cool. Uh, do you, you know that Not light, for the tree? You know that lightning actually comes up from the earth and go like it, it like meets in the sky. The lightning does. It doesn't just come from the sky down to the earth. It also comes up through the earth. No. Yes, it does. No. Dude, who knows? That more can't about, be right. Who knows more about lightning, me or you? If that was true, then why would it strike the to- the, the the tallest thing? Because because the negative charges come up with a tree. The negative charges are coming up through the tree. The clouds are positively charged, so it, like it comes up out of the tree and down from the clouds. How many documentaries have you watched about lightning? None. Okay, because it's stupid. No, then maybe I'm an expert, and you just need to sit back and learn something, kid. <laughs> Love how you're an expert after a three minute video on YouTube, which, by the way, could have just been totally made up. It's like me telling my kids not everything on the internet's true. Could be. Yeah. Could be, but. I'll be danged if I didn't find it interesting. That doesn't make a lick of sense. Well, people are backing you up, though. Chantel, it does come from the ground. Chantel, she probably watched the same video. Because the ground is negatively charged, the particles in the air are positively charged, and that's that's how it happens. Then how do I get struck by lightning? It comes because you're standing on negatively charged ground, and you're negatively charged. So it actually comes up. It all it comes up through you, and it and down to you. 
It's but it's multifaceted. I'm a lightning sandwich, if you will. Yeah, but it comes. You're negatively charged. And you're standing on a negative charged earth. Look, Leroy says Kelly is right. Oh. See, I'm a positive person, though. You're negatively charged, though, brother. Wouldn't be me. I was. I once was standing in a doorway. I've told this story before on air. I had my hand resting on a door frame, and the door was open. I was looking out a back patio. Yeah. And a tree got struck by lightning probably 15 yards away from me. Yeah. Maybe a little bit further. Whatever. It knocked me backwards. And to this day, my thumb is numb. Seriously? Because it was on the metal door frame. Why did you wait so long to tell this story and this maybe it's just me? I've... Well, yeah. Well, I was trying to see if you were going to save it. You could you could have saved it early on. <laughs> it's like watching someone get struck by lightning. I'm over here floundering like a muscalunge. <laughs> you could have saved it. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe you didn't find this one interesting. I really did. Let's see. That's why they call it ground. Is that true, though? See, Mike, it is why I can't trust you. Is that why they call it ground? It's like a magnet. Like, I know if you stick a like a, a rod into, like, like your house is grounded. We have one. Right? Yep. So it's, there's like a copper rod going into the ground for your house. Mm-hmm. I'm out of my depth here. Yeah. I'm way out of my depth. You were at your depth when you said a, a, th- a YouTube thumbnail sucked I'm, in. <laughs> I'm an expert on lightning, not so much on grounding. Mm-hmm. Chantel said floundering like a what? A muscalunge. Mm-hmm. That's the proper name for a muskie, if you didn't know. Wow, we actually ran out of the music, and maybe it's just me. I've been talking way too long. Everyone's nodding. <laughs> maybe you didn't like this one. I don't care. It's my birthday, so you got to just eat it. <laughs> and I will look you right in the face, not even care, and say, <laughs> maybe it's just me. Kelly and Woods Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Wendell, Minnesota, population 167. And maybe we'll see you on Sunday at the service at Trinity Lutheran Church at 10 a.m. Followed by Coffee Fellowship at 11. That's why we give Wendell, Minnesota today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break from 540 in the morning. I spent a couple minutes gushing about how I feel on this birthday as opposed to other ones. Uh, we also talked about how my wife locked herself out the house and then donkey kicked in my home. So that's cool. I'm sure there was some other stuff mixed in there too. My rage. <laughs> I don't remember all of it, but I remember having a lot of laughs and a good time. So we'll discover it together now in the bonus track, our first break from 540. Kelly and Wood. Mm-hmm. And this morning I woke up, I was like, I'm going to a job I love. You know, I, I'm everything's okay. Everything mm-hmm. in life is okay. Your family's doing good health right. wise. My wife's health is getting better all the time. You know, my kids are doing good in school. My daughter got like straight A's Dang. last semester. I'm just like now you're just showing off. I'm right. You know? I, and good for you. And I was like, I don't have the money worries that I had a year ago. I'm like I mean, I still have zero dollars in retirement, which worries me, but we'll get there. We're never going to retire. Right. I, if they won't, it, uh, my daughter asked me that the other day. She said, Dad, are you excited to retire one day? I said, No. I said, I don't want to retire. Well, I, we don't work. Right. Yeah. And people who, you know, are out there working hard, of course you want to retire and get some downtime before you go to the great beyond. Yeah. Like if you're a nurse or something or, you know, working on a production line, like you actually have to go work. And I said, Presley, oh, I said, Presley, radio DJs never die. We just changed the record, babe. Oh. Like, what's a record? <laughs> Shut up. Get out of here. <laughs> but I really was. I like. I woke up, and I, 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 it wasn't hard to get out of bed today, and I was just like, man, I'm just happy. I'm happy that you and I connected five years ago mm-hmm. and you know, have had this thing going on, and it's been fun, and we got cool stuff happening behind the scenes, and it's just, I don't know, man. I, I'm not like this normally. I'm, well, I'm not normally just a happy guy. And I said to myself, I said, you know what, Kelly? Maybe it's okay to be happy once in a while. Well, yeah. And it's all about perspective. Right. You know, and, and he, it, honest to God, is 
that. Like my mom used to annoy me when I was a little kid because, right. you know, Pollyanna. Have you ever seen that movie? No, I haven't. It's about this little kid whose life kind of sucks, but she always finds like this awesome stuff going on in it. Right. And it's about having an awesome perspective on things. I guarantee you, no matter how bad things are, you can find five good things going on in your life. You're right. Now, sometimes you got to dig a lot deeper than other times. (laughs) Right. But the thing is, when you focus on that stuff and you keep working and you keep your focus and you keep your head up, the old saying, tough times don't last, tough people do. It's 100% dead on. Well, I will say this. I wish that I could have done this. I wish I could have been in this place 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I wasted so much time worrying about money, worrying about this, worrying about that, worry, 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 drinking my worries away. And then, uh, like, uh, no, I, I, this is, I'm, I'm the happiest I've ever been right now. That's Ever. awesome. It, so it it just it was a good feeling. I know it's corny, and I'm sorry. I'll, we'll move on to other stuff. But no, it was just uh, it was a really odd feeling for me to wake up. My wife did this cool thing where she made this like balloon, uh, like not maze, but like a balloon trail for me to go to my gifts this morning. Oh, it was like it was like a balloon that said "Follow me," and then there was like a balloon trail to my gifts. I was like, this is just not. I have a nice wife. I have good kids. I what what do I have to be upset about? Exactly. My truck's a little rusty. That's but what you know you what that do? means? It means your truck runs. That's right. Seriously, it, man, it better keep running for about another hundred thousand miles too. But you keep, I'm telling you, you find the good in stuff. It's a, it's almost like if you're around happy people, you become happy. One hundred percent. And it's that old, you know, what you put out there. Like you know, hey, maybe them Buddhists were onto a little something there. You know, you put out good things, good things come back to you. One hundred percent. I don't know if that was the Buddhists, but what the hell? They'll get a right. little. I'm like, huh? Is that what they? Right, <laughs> listening. Like, hey, hey, hey. Circle around. <laughs> is that their thing? We're getting a little love here, but so, it's 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 about that mind over matter thing. And look, at, at some point in time, everybody gets dealt a you know a crap hand, or right. you know you get punched in the gut. It's about getting up and finding the stuff that matters and keep it going. And I hate to say this is the last thing I'm gonna say. I'm sorry, I'm ruining Friday. No, you're not. This is the last thing I'm gonna say. Is that <laughs> how are you ruining Friday? Talking about how you're happy? <laughs> Only you, because no one cares. But would equate that. But it was just it was tumbling around in my head, and I said, I think that my wife going through her breast cancer has changed everything. Like as as they say, it will. Like mm. you go through something like that, and life never looks the same to you. Because like today, I, I could have woke up and been like, oh, it's cold outside. Oh, this. Oh, that. But I'm like, hey, man, I woke up on the right side of the dirt. Let's and your, go. And your truck heat works? It did. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I don't have remote start. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Make sure. Reminds you that your noggin's work because they jump up in you. What did you call me? The happiest guy in the world with a pebble in his shoe? Pretty much. <laughs> Just, there's always something getting under Kelly Jordan's skin. Anyway, I just whatever. I shouldn't have said that. Anyway, yeah, um, of course you should have. But I know you had a bit of a rough day yesterday. Yeah, yeah. My life sucks. Let me let me bask in your upsetness and make me feel even better. So my entire world knows that this is what I do for a living, and I can't answer the phone. Obviously, when we're on, when I'm on air, well, right. And when your phone rang yesterday, even I panicked. I was like, "This can't be good," because no one ever calls us when we're on the air. My wife calls me at like seven fifteen in the morning. Hey, what's going on? You know, instantly. Oh God, is someone sick? Is someone hurt? I'm locked myself out of the house. What do I care, Andrea? You know, the, you're, this is well, your, it was like it was like four degrees yesterday okay, morning. Be the first of all. How do you get locked out of your home in our year of our Lord, twenty twenty two? Now, apparently, Murphy tried to open the garage door with her mittens, okay. and twisted oh, the little center geez. thing. It's like a one in a hundred chance, right? So it was tough. So my wife's on the phone. I say, "Hey, hold on a second. I have a break coming up here where Kelly and I need to talk. I got to put the phone down, and I'll get back on with you." Okay. 
I come back. My wife had forced her way into a window, breaking the window, breaking the mechanism on the window. And I told her, you could have called a locksmith. What, was she sitting outside freezing half to death, she though? Was, she was dressed up warm because she had to take the kids to the bus stop. Because my wife apparently has, uh, we can't just send the kids to the bus stop. She has to go with them. Well, your daughter's like six, dude. She's fine. She looks both ways. All right. Hey. You parent your way, I'll parent mine. Anyway, I'll yeah, the helicopter. <laughs> yeah, there's Kelly at the 21st birthday party. <laughs> Anyways, I just said, okay, well, let me call the locksmith. She breaks the window to get into the house. I go home yesterday. The, like I said, the mechanism, I have no idea how she did this. This is like a metal piece broken in half. I was... Were you flipping a car with your baby underneath? That's what kind of Hulk strength she had. So I, I, I turned to her. I said to her, give me your key. I'm going to go make a hundred copies of this key. What do you get? Just hide them all around the, like outside of the house. My what? yard looks like Zelda. Now you walk around, you find keys <laughs> left and right. There's keys hidden under rocks. There's keys under trees. As you're walking through the woods yard. Pretty much. I mean, there's trees. I mean, there's keys everywhere. And I told her, I said, this will never happen again. What about the, what, you guys got a broken window now? Like, you're just freezing? Uh, I had to fix it yesterday as the manly man. Oh, God, I so that thing, that thing won't last. How <laughs> dare you, sir? I, around, like, carpentry and stuff, I'm really good. Now, but, but let me ask you this. How, how mad did you get at your wife? Because I know my reaction in a situation like this. Because I don't do well... You yeah. saw me in studio yesterday. Well, okay, but that was in studio, just me and you talking, and there was there was a little profanities flying around. Yeah. Uh, but what about when you saw your wife? Were you, was it all out of your system? Or were you like, listen, you, you're going to catch a hot dose now, too? You know me. When I get upset, I, I liken myself to a volcano. I get very mad very quickly. You flare up. Then I cool down. Right. And my anger is the hot magma we build our new life upon. Hey, save that. That's for the next show. <laughs> and I told her, and I, I, I got home, I kind of composed myself, and I told her, you know what locksmith would have been probably $300 cheaper here, sweetheart. <laughs> and, you know, I, and I felt bad because she was like, I'm so sorry, you know, because the screen was all bent up. I, Man, she did, went to town on that I asked, day. I, what kind of... Donkey power do you have in your kick for you to kick everything in here and just bent in? There's metal snapped, wood broken. She has a life you know nothing about, apparently. If I were a detective and I showed up to this, I would have estimated this burglary job would have done by three strong men. <laughs> I was the circus in town last night. Well, that's the thing. She was like a mother lifting a car off of her child. And so I, the good news is, A, she got in. She didn't freeze to death. B, we now have 37 keys hidden in all sorts of places in all sorts of neighbors' homes. When, when, this will not happen again. When I was young and I was a latchkey kid, mm -hmm. you like we used to wear our key around our neck. Now, I was... I, I don't know if I was a latchkey kid, but we had the keypad and the battery died and I couldn't get into my uh, garage door. Oh, yeah. So I punched a hole in our screen, popped off the screen, and then my window was unlocked and I crawled inside the house. Didn't tell mom and dad that I popped the holes in the screen. Right. So it's like 98 degrees out, man. You're I was wrong. a fat kid. I was dying in that heat. Right. It's like your wife being in the cold yesterday. I needed to get inside. Well, my mom saw the screen like two months later and believed 
that we were the victim of an attempt to burgle. <laughs> and you still didn't come clean? I didn't. Because she said, did you do this? Nah. Nah, it wasn't me, ma. Then she started calling the po- the cops. Oh, geez. She was going to call the police to have them come out and fingerprint. First of all, I'm like, trying to talk about, I'm like, ma, no one broke in. No one stole anything. They're not going to come out and, you know. You're in there trying to burn off your fingerprints? <laughs> and that's when I find, as I look, it was like 97 degrees. Uh, the old man was not pleased with me. I'm sure. Do you remember Street Fighter? Yes. The video game. You remember E Honda, the fat guy from Japan? Uh, not really, no. His finishing move was like 7,000 slaps in eight seconds. <laughs> my dad whipped out the E Honda on me. <laughs> I, that, I swear to God, my dad grew four hands in that moment. I was getting slapped from all... <laughs> like, I caught up. My shirt was on backwards. I'm like, what the hell happened? He was not pleased about me putting a hole in that screen. So I understood where she was coming from. But damn, woman, you got to break the lock and everything. <laughs> we we used to have a window in our basement. If we ever did forget our key, that was unlocked. Okay. And so we would go in through the basement. You know, we had like the old school North Minneapolis basement with the little window. We had to like jump down to the little uh, like, yeah. crevasse. Or if we ever skipped school. I don't know why if we ever skipped school, we'd go in through the basement window as opposed to just going through the front door. We had a key. I don't know why we did that. And no one was home? Yeah, I'll have to contact my brother and get some more info on that because I know everyone's interested. Keep me in the loop. Yeah, I'll, I'll, CC. CC. <laughs> I'll CC you on that email I sent to my brother. Like jump out of bed on Monday with a happy <laughs> looking life. Thanks to Kelly. I'm like, boy, I hope I get to find out what happened about that story. Uh, Kelly, why don't you bore people a little more? All Stop. right, here we go. Are you ready to do some history? Come on. It was on. This is why you and I were jamming in the studio earlier today because mm. it was on this day in 1972 that this song that Wood and I listened to in the studio all the time went to number one. Mama just hung her head and said, "Son, Papa was a The only reason I even did this story is because you and I jammed this song a lot. But I think it's about a guy being like kind of a terrible dad. Yeah. Here like, it comes. Well, as he left us, was alone. Yeah. It's like literally about a, da- a complete absentee father. Now, a couple facts about this song. A, it's a cover. It is not The Temptations. Oh, I didn't know that. The Temptations actually covered it. The The real version on like the record was like 13 minutes long. Good grief. And uh, some backstory to that is like when they recorded it, The Temptations hated that the music really carried the song so much. And they fought with the producer so much. It was like their longtime producer. They ended up firing him after really? that song. And then, of course, the song went number one. Well, that, that beginning is iconic. Like, I, I don't even care about the words of the song. It's like when that song is kicking in, it's just like... it's The just, bass? Right. It just... Let's see here. Yeah. Boy, that's, that's 70s bass right there. That old, like, Motown stuff was so good. Yeah. Oh, man, that song is so good. All right, enough about... You can't get sad listening to some Temptations. Well, you can be Even sad... about a deadbeat dad. You, yeah, so you can be sad that these kids, they never met their dad, and then he died and left them with nothing. It's like, that kind of sucks, but man, the like, song's man, great. But, yeah. but that bass line, <laughs> he left him one hell of a bass line. All right, and then on this day, Wood, in 1993... La ideología principal de nuestro movimiento es civismo, nacionalismo, programas sociales, ecológicos y deportivos. I think you hit the SAP button there. Colombian drug dealer Pablo Escobar was shot and killed. Ah, on the rooftop! I don't, I don't know where it happened, but... No, yeah, he was killed on a rooftop running from the Federales. Okay. And I, his story is amazing. Like you, you couldn't sit down with a pen and paper and write up a more bonkers story about Pablo Escobar in yeah. the 80s. 
And wasn't he like the richest man on earth at one point? And it wasn't even close yeah. how rich. In fact, this is the, the, like, I know a lot of things about Pablo. First of all, Narcos. Hero of yours? No, but like that Narcos season one is maybe the best season of television of all time. Like wow. it's up there, at least in the top five. It's a bold statement. And you, some of the facts about Pablo Escobar are in, it was something like, it was like 60% of paper money all had some trace of cocaine on it in the 80s. Jeez. And how about this? He was so rich. And obviously he dealt in cash. Yeah. Like he couldn't take all of his money right. to the bank because he couldn't clean it fast right. enough. Right. He lost something. It's like a billion dollars a year to rats. Like eating the money. Because they would have to store the money in warehouses and it'd get infiltrated by rats and rats would eat his money and they wrote off like a billion. And I'm not like making a number up. I mean, it's like a billion or it's like a 2.1 billion Good Lord. a year to rats. Isn't that insane? Because he had so much money and he didn't. Ha- he could not do anything with it. Wasn't he like a hero to the people of Colombia, though? At early part he like, was. Wouldn't he like buy children toys and things like that? Well, and he would really put money back into like Medellin, the area he was from. He was really kind of revered. And then he tried to become the president and it got pretty bad. It got this a little is, wild. The, the season, the, net, the Narcos TV show actually really does a pretty good job of staying, staying truth to a lot of the facts. Well, and, and if you want to learn more about Pablo Escobar, watch the movie Blow. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, he, he's not the main character, but no, he is but in you kind of learn yeah. how like how he got his stuff to America. It's so we we glamorize this drug world though. I wouldn't want to be a part of it for even one second. Oh, I mean, they did horrific things, right? But you think about what reach he had. I mean, the man was literally the richest man in the world, and it, like I said, it wasn't even close. Uh, on this day, Wood in 1982. Barney Clark received the world's first artificial heart transplant. Oh. I don't know, 1982, man. That's that's a dicey surgery in 1982. But we talked about like we talked about it yesterday with like medical and how far they've come. I remember my father had his bypass. They came out and told us during the surgery. They said, "All right, your father's heart is now on the machine." Right. That's what's keeping him alive. Like they take the heart and like to do everything about it. A machine was keeping him alive. Isn't that wild? While they're cleaning his heart and then they put it back in him, sew him back up. There, there you go. Here's a you know pillow to hold against your chest when you cough for the next month. Right. So your heart doesn't fall out. You know, it's just amazing how far. And that was what? What year? That was 1982. So you're talking years ago. Yeah. I wonder if that guy's still alive, Barney Clark. If he has one hell of a surgery. (laughs) Uh, Let's do some birthdays real quick. Hey, if I was throwing a birthday party today, these would be the people that would be at my party. Okay. Uh, I've always known I've shared a birthday with her. It's Britney Spears' birthday today. Uh, 40, I think. Uh, You're actually really close. She is the ripe old age of 41 today. I hope she gets this straightened out, man. I don't care who's in charge or what. I, I just, she got to get on the rails. I saw it. Th- well, I'm not going to get into deep with it. Who cares? Uh, we don't know Britney Spears. So. No, we don't. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, also celebrating a birthday today. <gasps> Feels like a big play for this Lions defense. Rodgers steps and fires. Adams is there and he's got it. Aaron Rodgers celebrating his birthday today. All right, man. He looks like he is miserable this year. He does. And then, like, I'm playing with a broken thumb. It's like, mm, okay. I have a ton of respect for his athletic ability, but the way he acts on the field this year has been really... He stayed one year too long. He's he's being a really crappy teammate at times, which sucks. Because uh, he, he's, he's known that he ruined, he's stayed one year too long. He's 39. Of course you would get that one. 
All right, we got what's... Oh. Tr- oh, if it's your birthday today, that's all I got. I was supposed to say, well, it's your birthday. Well, so. yeah, who cares? How old are I, you? I don't want to say. Oh, all right. 27. Age, age indeterminate. Mm. That's why I shaved... I, I did like a clean shave last night. I told my wife, I was like, oh, I'm getting a little gray in this, this hey, facial hair I'm growing. Beards help, man. They help what? I help you... Oh, come on. Cover... What I'm asking? No, I'm saying I think I think a beard helps age you well. Okay, maybe for you, not for me. Okay. Yours is still all black. Mine was looking yeah. a little salt and peppery. Well, I have no stress in my life other than my wife kicking in a window. <laughs> my life w- was all stress. Oh.